building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. I am pumped to talk about today's topic, not because we're talking about a recession. That is not a situation to get pumped about. However, I think that this is a topic that is not discussed enough, how companies spend on growth, so on sales and marketing in a down economy or when there is a recession being predicted. People have been really worried about the economy lately. Is it for good reason? Yes and no. I think according to the general definition, there are two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. The U.S. entered a recession in summer of last year. So technically, yes, we are in a recession. And of course, there is massive inflation. We're all paying so much more for like everyday things. It's very annoying. There are news of layoffs everywhere. And these are definitely a big deal. However, the layoffs are not quite as widespread as those of us who work in tech might think because we're very insulated with all of that news. I'm thinking about all of us tech people who network on LinkedIn. There's big layoff news every single day. However, a lot of the other signals of a down economy are not there. And part of me thinks that we are talking ourselves into a down economy. I actually read an article the other day that said CEOs never talk about recessions and they're always surprised by them. But this time it's actually the opposite. CEOs are shouting recession from the rooftops and they're making decisions accordingly. And according to the economist that wrote this article, this change in people's awareness levels this time around could actually help us curb a potential recession versus like 2008, 2009 when we were all freaking blindsided. I am not an economist, clearly. I feel like I start every podcast lately with I am not a doctor and I am not an economist. However, I am a person who likes to read and think about what's going on in the world and speculate about how it will impact the business world. So that is a little bit of what we're doing today. There is one thing that's for sure that I've been seeing, that CEOs and C-suites are changing their decision-making behavior based on the evidence that exists already that a recession is coming or, or we're in one, however long or short or impactful or not it ends up being. Lately, I've been seeing things like slash marketing budgets or frozen marketing budgets. That is a big one that happens right when there is any hint of recession frozen hiring plans or hires being just straight up canceled because C-suites are tightening their belts. And there are other indicators in the marketing world, like heads of growth ramping up their outbound in a less than organized and what I would call sometimes ill-advised fashion. We call this the spray and pray method. A head of sales will say, reach out to as many people as humanly possible. Let's fill the pipeline. But in reality throwing spaghetti at the wall is really not going to get you there. It's the opposite of what works, and you may very well piss off your buyers while you're running this strategy. I have somehow, at my age, already lived through a few periods of down economies. Everyone always says, this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and then it happens again in five years, 10 years. Hey, in this situation, it's only been 
two years, I guess three since COVID. And when this happens, people are terrified to spend and they make short-sighted decisions out of fear. So for example, I already mentioned 08. I graduated college in 08. Oh, what a time to be alive. At that time, I was working at GE, a huge company, and I was super set on climbing the corporate ladder. I was working my little butt off, trying to make a name for myself, starting new programs internally, training people on my team, working to get promoted. I was just ready to go to the next level. And then they went into a hiring freeze and I ended up leaving. And then I flailed around in a couple of crappy jobs while everyone worried about the economy. It was not the most exciting time of my life. And then COVID happened. We all know about that one. We at Excelity, my marketing agency, lost 40% of our business over the course of just a day or two. That was also not exciting. However, we were able to get it back by changing up the way that we were selling a little bit and just finding those people that saw the opportunity in the pandemic where so many people were home and online and did want to continue running their marketing strategies. And a lot of those companies won big and saw results in marketing that we have not seen since. And now here's this potential recession of 2023, where I'm seeing all the signs of what happened the last two times. The good thing this time, I guess, is that we are aware and we're prepared. I think when you've been through something before, you know how to figure it out and you have a lot better idea of what to do to get through it this time. So let's get into the the actual topic five, six minutes in, you know, which is marketing spending. I'm going to cover some do's and don'ts of what I often see in times like this. The number one don't is don't freak out and move all of your marketing budget into strategies to get you results right now and expect it to work. I've seen so many companies do this. For example, I worked with a company a couple years ago who wanted to put all of their money into ads and sales. And even the ads were only conversion ads. We were not allowed to educate. We weren't allowed to send to content. It was demo, 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 demo. And when people got to their website, the messaging was confusing. There were dead-end pages. There was no thought leadership content. There was no real flow for people to peruse their website. And then the form to request a demo was like 12 fields long. I don't really, I guess, have to expand on how this story ended in that we are no longer working with them. And it didn't freaking work. It doesn't work to just shove the demo down people's throat. It doesn't work to shove the consultation meeting down people's throats. The do here on the flip side is continue to invest in the long game. I know that this is hard when you're scared, but stick with me here. When I say things like the long game, I mean improving your web presence, maintaining your consistency on social. Don't just abandon channels and your strategy. Continue learning. So even if we're in a down economy, you still have to learn those new sales tactics that are going to work. You still have to learn those new marketing strategies that are going to work and make sure, 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 sure that you are continuing investing in your team by coaching and investing in their futures because otherwise they'll leave and that's not going to help anyone. The next don't is don't expect your head of marketing or the one freaking person that you staffed in the department to do everything. There is no such thing as one marketer that's good at everything. Now, there are those multi-talented marketers that 
are pretty good at a number of things. Like I am one of them. I have a few of them on my team where we have knowledge in a bunch of areas, but I'm absolutely not an expert in all of those areas. And putting the pressure on one person to do everything without budget or resources is just going to make them quit. The do here is make sure that you are creative with your resources. Spend your money in a smart and appropriate way and try to spend only on what you need versus stacking your team with full-time resources. I've talked to a number of companies lately that are hesitant to build internal teams in this environment, and I definitely understand that because full-time employees are... I don't want to say full-time employees are a gamble because they're not, but full-time employees are a large investment. You have to hire right. You have to invest in them. You have to train them. And it takes them a while to get ramped up. And you probably are looking for some kind of results in your marketing program, especially in a down economy, in less time than it takes to find, hire, and train an entire marketing team. I know it is very easy for me, the lady that owns an outsourced marketing company, to say that. And it's a different decision for every single company. Every time I talk to a new startup or scale up, I talk to them about whether they should be hiring internally or whether they should be considering external um, help like an agency. And it's really, it's a different situation every single time. And I never, as an agency owner, want to sell someone that should be building internally or really wanted to build internally because that's not going to end well for us anyway. The next don't is don't get rid of all of your plans because you're worried. I've talked to a few companies lately that are doing this and they're just like, stop stop. We're not advertising. We're pulling all of our ad spend. We're canceling this hire. We're not hiring this salesperson. Quotas are going up. Everyone tighten the belt and work 60 hours. It is not going to work. It's just not going to work. And again, I think people are not afraid to quit their jobs right now. And that is something that I would be thinking about while you're making these decisions. I definitely... I also would caution you against replacing resources with less experienced talent and trying to, I guess, pay less to get the same level of work. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't hire at the entry level because I do that and I know a lot of company owners that do that. However, you do have to find bright people that can be trained and that want to grow within your company. I've seen a lot of investors or private equity companies come in and get rid of a lot of the more experienced and higher paid people and replace them with lower paid labor. And that's something that companies tend to do sometimes in a recession. And that might help your cash flow, but it's probably not going to help the performance of your company in the long term. Finally, do make sure that you are evaluating what's working, what's not, and allocate your resources accordingly. This is an incredibly simple, no-brainer concept, but many companies miss it because the execution can be difficult. I cannot tell you how many marketing programs I've seen that are doing 10 different strategies. They're running ads. They're kind of working on SEO. They're publishing some thought leadership content. They've got social going up. They're starting a podcast. They're doing this. They're doing that but they are not tracking a single dang one of them. That is silly, silly. And a lot of times I talk to these companies and they're like, oh, I think it's working. But then when it comes time to, you know, slash resources or slash budget, then the entire dang marketing team and the whole program gets cut because we don't know what exactly is working. 
make sure that you know exactly what is or is not working in your marketing program and keep two or three of your best performing strategies. And that's where you should be allocating your dollars in a down economy. All right. I hope that helped. And I hope I've convinced you. I know that we are scared. I know that there is a recession that we don't know how bad it's going to get. However, it is not time to throw away your entire marketing program because you're worried. If you're scared, hit me up. I am more than happy to talk to you about this. I've seen this a few times. I've worked with hundreds of companies in this situation, and I would be more than happy to chat with you about where to go next. If you enjoyed this episode and got some value out of it, please share it with just one person that needs to hear this message, and I will talk to you on Wednesday. 